All right, y'all, you're locked on Falcons. I'm your host, Aaron Freeman, and today I am joined by Jarvis Davis of the Locked On Sports Atlanta ATL Day Ones podcast. And we'll be talking about what we can expect from the Falcons in their Monday night preseason action against the New York Jets. We'll talk about Marlon Davidson's injury, what that does for his status moving forward, and we'll revisit the Falcons' quarterback situation. You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, guys, you know me. I'm Aaron Freeman. Been covering the Falcons for many years, formerly at FalcFans.com, RIP, still going strong on Twitter at FalcFans, and, of course, the host of this illustrious Locked On Falcons podcast, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast family. And today's episode is brought to you by Elias. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head comparisons, and gives you the edge for this upcoming NFL season. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Play Store today. So, guys, thank you for making Locked on Falcons your first listen. Appreciate it. Uh, It's always free and available on a variety of podcast platforms Monday through Friday, including Apple, Odyssey, Google, Spotify, as well as YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Falcons on YouTube, uh, and you'll get the video version of the podcast the night before the audio drops. So subscribe. Get that, give us a like, hit that bell, all that stuff and more. So uh, here with Jarvis Davis, as has been the usual norm uh, here at the end of the week, to sort of guys get you geared up for what's going to go on this weekend. And Falcons have an upcoming matchup on Monday night against the New York Jets. And Jarvis and I will be reacting to that in our postcast on Monday evening, looking forward to seeing what this Falcon team does so that Jarvis and I can talk about it. Uh, we'll plug that a little bit later, but let's jump into the conversation about, at least for me, the biggest conversation surrounding the Atlanta Falcons and the quarterback situation, right? We know Marcus Mariota is going to be the starter, uh, but, you know, I'm curious, Jarvis, since we really haven't talked since Friday night, um, you know, what do we glean from Desmond Ritter's positive performance from last week and, and how does that affect the, the current situation? Is this just a, you know, indicator that, Hey, Desmond Ritter might be ahead of the curve or, you know, do, are we going to have to have a conversation about, you know, maybe this starting job may not necessarily be as set in stone as we originally thought heading into training camp. To be honest with you, I think Mariota's still the starter, but what we can glean from what happened on Friday night is we kind of get a, got a glimpse uh, into what the Falcons, why the Falcons drafted him in the third round so there is some you know because you know the reports were like the Falcons were falling in love with him and you know they they really got a chance to really get to know him down at the senior bowl you know of course he put on a, a solid performance there and I'm not surprised by that because when you talk to Ritter and you kind of you know ask him questions and start talking to him about his current situation and where he is like you could it's easy to that because he's a he's a good talker right like he's a guy that you could you hand over the keys to your organization just from to be able to answer questions and not say stuff that's out the way. And he understands what it is to, you know, be a leader and be a leader of a squad. So, but as far as the play on the field, though, I think there were some things that, you know, we can get excited about, right? Like the arm strength is definitely there. The mobility is there. 
Uh, they, the not, you know, putting the ball in harm's way too much. You know, I know there were some drop interceptions when the penalty negated some of that, some of those things, but I, I think that for the most part, those are something that you kind of expect from a rookie quarterback in, in his first NFL action, right? So I think that Desmond Ritter, if you're asking me if he's going to be in a conversation to be the starter come September 11th, hell no, that's not happening. I don't see that. <laughs> like, I, I don't mind saying that and, and going on record and saying that. I don't have a lot of problems saying that. But if you're telling me that if Marcus Mariota gets injured, which is – and I'm not wishing that on Marcus Mariota, I, I think the Falcons will be very comfortable with um, Desmond Renner um, going, um, being the starter on Sunday. Okay. Well, as you say, you know, he made some mistakes, but they're they're not called rookie mistakes for for nothing. So Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's there. But you know, let's let's talk a little bit more about Marcus Mariota, uh who who also played well for the the single series uh, you know, last week. Um, you know, does this give you a little bit more confidence that Mariota can sort of take his performance from Friday night and carry that over into the regular season and, and give this team a, a competitive edge uh this fall? To be honest with you, I think he can be serviceable. You know, overall, and and given what we saw last I mean, on Friday, there is there's something there, right? Like as long as he doesn't turn the football over, and if the offensive line can average six yards, um, you know, block to the point where the running backs are averaging almost six yards a carry as a group, yeah, like all he has to do is just don't turn the ball over. And I think that you know Arthur Smith brought him in for for those reasons because he's a veteran quarterback. He knows and understands what what Arthur Smith is, 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 is going to be looking for, you know, in a starting quarterback. So I, I think that there is – this offense is predicated on them running the football. If they have success running the football each Sunday at – Sundays at 1 o'clock, uh, I think the Falcons will be fine. I think it really doesn't matter who's at the quarterback that spot if, if that's the case because – we know Arthur Smith wants to run the ball. We know his identity. You know, we know what he wants to do. And if that offensive line is opening up lanes for those running backs, man, like I think that it is – Arthur Smith has a recipe uh, for winning a lot more games than people think they're going to win this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely, right? Uh, if they can run the ball like they did on Friday night, it doesn't really matter who the quarterback is, as you yeah, said. So that can be – seriously. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see if they can uh, continue that on Monday night against a, a pretty tough Jets front. Uh, we'll get into that conversation as we continue today's Locked on Falcons. But coming up, we'll talk a little bit more about Marlon Davidson, uh, who apparently is going to be out for the remainder of the preseason uh, and sort of what does that mean for his future as well as the future of the Falcons defensive line this season and we'll get into that as we continue today's episode but before we get there since i have jarvis here i gotta plug the locked on sports atlanta podcast family where you can find three different shows with four different hosts including jarvis himself who is joined by the lovely tanitra patisse every day on the atl day ones podcast there's a to z with mark zeno there's hitting hard with john chuckery all on the same podcast feed all on the same podcast platforms that you check out locked on falcons including on youtube and if you check out locked on sports atlanta on youtube you'll also be able to check out the locked on braves post where they're breaking down every Braves win and loss this year, and you'll be able to check out the Atlanta Falcons, Locked On Falcons postcast. We'll be doing another one on Monday night, live on the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast platform. And if you missed the video version of that on YouTube, you can always check out the audio version here on the Locked On Falcons YouTube channel, uh, or I'm sorry, audio platform feeds. Uh, so 
check out Locked On Sports Atlanta. Subscribe to it on your preferred podcast platform. So, guys, I know we've all been in some situations where money's been a little bit of tight, and those can be very stressful, uh, especially when you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're worried about some unexpected expenses coming up. I know for me, you know, I have an older car and I'm always worried about, you know, having to take that thing to the shop. And uh, when you don't have a lot of money, you know, car fixing cars and the maintenance on that stuff can be pretty expensive. But now my guy, Dave, uh, can get me out of those stressful pinches. And, and Dave's not a guy, right? Dave is actually a banking app that's going to help. Uh, you get 500 up to $500 instantly with extra cash. And, you know, that's a pretty good guy if I could call it so myself. And there's no interest. There's no credit check needed. Millions have already downloaded Dave and you can too by going to the app store and download Dave. That's D-A-V-E. And all you got to do is sign up for an extra cash account and you'll get up to $500 in terms and conditions. Just go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDIC. Trust me, your future you will thank you. So, guys, uh, we are here with Jarvis Davis of the ATL Day Ones podcast. But uh, before we get into our conversation about Marlon Davidson, I do want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Falcons your first listen every single day. Uh, and however you play fantasy football, whether you're into re- regular redraft leagues or you're into dynasty football, Lockdown has the draft tips you need on Lockdown Fantasy Football and Lockdown Dynasty all starting next week, all week long. Uh, and we're also going to be giving you those daily top tens for Locked On Fantasy Draft Week. So subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Football or Locked On Dynasty, available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So Jarvis, let's talk a little bit about Marlon Davidson, who recent report from our friend Mike Rothstein over at ESPN said that he basically had his knee scoped and is expected to miss the rest of the preseason. He's basically been out of practice, I believe, since August 9th. This is not the first issue that Marlon Davidson has had with knee issues and lower leg issues. He's also been hard hit by COVID the last two seasons. And one of the things I said earlier this week on Lockdown Falcons is it seems like anytime Marlon Davidson starts to build some momentum, something comes along injury related to sort of derail it. And I'm curious, there's been a lot of speculation in the last couple of days uh, given some of the performances that we saw on Friday night from some of the depth pieces on the defensive line, is Marlon Davidson, you know, roster spot in jeopardy? He's not a guy that was drafted by this current regime, and we've seen this regime kind of move on from the the previous guys, particularly those guys that aren't expected to be starters. So, like, it's Michael Walker, it's A.J. Terrell, it's Jalen Hawkins. Those guys look safe, but pretty much everybody else you know, is not on the firmest of footing. And, and that would include Marlon Davidson. So I'm curious, where do you sort of look at Marlon Davidson's future here in Atlanta? If he has a future in Atlanta, I think it's bleak um, because of just some of the reasons that you just said, because, and I think that, you know, the play of Taquan Graham, the play of Jalen Dalton and the play of Nick Thurman, Nick Thurman has been a guy that I really liked, you know, when, it, when he's a guy that flashes, pretty consistently when I'm out there at practice, you know, checking those guys out. And, but it's unfortunate on the other side of that. It's unfortunate because, you know, I got a chance to talk to Marlon Davidson uh, during training camp and, and I was just asking him, you know, about that lower body strength, right. You know, because we know that a lot of people talk about that upper body, always talking about how many times you do 225, how much, how much you can bench how many times you can get that bad boy. But, the thing for defensive linemen, man, the most important thing for the defensive linemen is that base, that that leg strength. And for a guy 
and he revealed to me that he hadn't squatted in two years. Like I, I, I couldn't even. I played defensive line on the college football level. I can't imagine not being able to squat. You know, playing defense, playing the defensive line position, let alone in college. But we're talking about in NFL. Like that's a whole other level of talent, skill set. You know, when when you think about it. But it's it's you know. But he is one of those guys that. You know, I kind of I've, I've I've seen I met Marlon Davidson before because when I when I say when I say that I mean that I played with guys like that. We used to call them can't get right. Every time you know he's a ball player, you know he got something there. The talent is there. You see it. He flashes from time to time. You kind of understand why the fact the previous regime drafted him in the second round back in 2020. But it's just like it's always something. It's always something going on. Like he was even talking about how excited he was to be able to come into camp and not be and not hurt. Like he said, I'm not I'm not hurting. So that's a that's a step that's step in the right direction for him uh, just alone. But but when you talk about you know all of these factors, right? The injuries and and not being put in put into can't get right status, and also you got guys who. You know, guys like uh, Nick Thurman, who was a second-year practice squad guy. You know, he was a practice squad guy last year who is starting to – you're seeing the development. You're seeing him being, you know, capable of at least being a rotational guy. And you start seeing Jalen Dalton, who's been – who's had a hell of a camp. And and you see a guy that the Falcons, this pre, this regime drafted in Taquan Graham, he's starting to really come around. So, you it's just a number games that it's a numbers game at, at, at the end of the day when you start thinking about all these guys who are rotational guys and you Marlon Davidson definitely like you mentioned is not, not going to be a starter. Yeah, man, you got to say look up here and say like, all right, I, if I'm Marlon Davidson, I'm figuring out the best way I can get healthy and trying to figure out where my next team is because it's going to be hard for him to make this squad given all of those factors are just listed. Yeah, and, and you couple that at least, you know, in, in, in my reality where I'm kind of hoping that the team will address their D-line. You know, we never really got an Eddie Goldman replacement. And, you yep. know, that signing t- kind of told you that the Falcons weren't happy with their D-line group going into training camp. Um, and, you know, they, they haven't signed anybody major. I think, you know, they picked up Jalen Dalton, but or no, they picked up Jalen Dalton before camp. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, Darian Daniels, I think, was the guy that they signed to the D-line. So, um, you know, you're, you're still sort of wondering if the Falcons are potentially waiting for that, you know, those final cuts to hit in a couple of weeks. Uh, and then we'll scour the waiver wire for some options there. And that's certainly not going to necessarily help Marlon Davidson's chances as well. Yeah, I'm with you because I've, I've, I think we've been, we've talked about it on, on here before. And I think that, you know, the Falcons should, you know, be looking on, on those, on those waiver wires. And I think that, you know, this is the type of, uh, space that, you know, Terry Fontenot is used to, right? Those pro, the pro personnel scout, you know, that, that's his home. That's his base, right? So I, I'm sure he has his guys out there scouring. You know, exit uh, preseason games and trying to see, okay, who's gonna not gonna make the roster and can we bring him in? Can he can he add to what we have already? And I think that that's exactly the case with 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 what's going on right now because that's why you haven't seen them go out and go buy uh, sign anyone. But you, they brought in was it Abdullah Abdullah Anderson? They brought yeah. him in uh, another former Chicago Bear, shockingly. Continue that trend, right? Exactly. So uh, you got to do that. Got to uh, meet that quota. 
Um, I think Ryan Pace has got somebody, some naked pictures of somebody, somebody in that front office. <laughs> but, but you know, to to kind of you know bring it bring us back. But I think there is, it, it, there is room for another defensive lineman. I think a, another solid defensive end slash D tackle guy who can you know uh, on third down slide down in that, in that um that that three the one technique or. You can have a guy that can in the base can be on that four or five um five technique. I think there's a guy out there that will be in the Falcons jersey uh once these uh these customers make. Yeah. Well we'll have to see. Uh hopefully for Marlon Davidson's sake, uh whether it's here in Atlanta or elsewhere, uh his career can get back on track and he can uh get healthy and, and start living up to the potential that we all know that he's capable of. We just, you know, unfortunately just, you know, call it bad luck or, or whatever, this has prevented us from being able to see it thus far in his career. And hopefully it's it's not quite over for him uh, and he'll be able to bounce back. But uh, uh, we're not quite over here on today's Locked on Falcons because we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, this upcoming matchup against the Jets. We got some joint practices over the weekend uh, between the Falcons and Jets. I asked Jarvis uh, what he's sort of expecting to see from that, as well as sort of which positions and players he'll be keeping an eye on as we head into Monday night's action against the Jets. And we'll get into all of that as we continue today's episode. Guys, I want to tell you that today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. And I recently signed up with BetterHelp uh, to get my therapy. And uh, I'll be having my second session this week. And I, I think it's doing a lot of good, allowing me to vent my Marcus Mariota frustrations uh, elsewhere. But no, in all seriousness, BetterHelp is great uh, for me. They allow you to sort of pick and, and gear whoever your professional therapist is for your strengths. I, I wanted someone who was a person of color, so I didn't necessarily have to have that wall up when I'm talking about some of the things going on in my life. And BetterHelp makes that easy. They makes it easy for you to change uh, if you need to. It's, you know, allowing you to navigate all of life's twists and turns and BetterHelp Online Therapy will help you assess your needs, match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help, but it is professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. You can log on anytime and send a message to your therapist. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions just in case you don't want to be on camera. Uh, and it's often more affordable than traditional offline therapy uh, and financial aid is available. And I know for me, one of the sticking points and one of the reasons why I was hesitant uh, to try out therapy uh, was because of the price and with better help. Now I'm thinking of it as a more affordable way to invest in myself. And if you're looking to make a similar investment, head to the website and take advantage of this special offer and you'll get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash locked on. So wrapping up today's Locked On Falcons here with Jarvis Davis of the ATL Day Ones podcast. And we thank you guys for making Locked On Falcons your first listen. And always, you know, go ahead and subscribe to Locked On Falcons on YouTube or whatever your preferred podcast platform. And if, you know, you have the time, head on over to Apple, iTunes, give us a five-star review. Tell uh, the people out there how much they enjoy my Mariota content here on the podcast. But uh, here with Jarvis Davis, uh, you know, the Falcons got some, you know, joint practices coming up against the Jets on Friday and Saturday. Most of you guys are probably listening to this on Friday. 
Um, I'm, I'm curious, Jarvis, from your perspective, what can we learn anything about the Falcons in these practices? I mean, I'm watching, I'm hearing all the reports from other teams, joint practices, you know, the Panthers and Patriots are getting into these, you know, brawls that are spilling into the crowds or, or whatever the case <laughs> may be. You know, just like, okay, what, you know, like, I hope it's not going to be that sort of situation, but like, wh- what can you get from these joint practices? In your to be opinion? honest, which is for me, I think that, you know, you can really get a good gauge of what guys can do once the season gets started, right? It's specifically up front because when you think about the one-on-one drills, like the one-on-one drills is, is, is where you're going to be able to find out a lot about a lot of guys because one thing about training camp and going against your, the guy with the same jersey that, that looks just like you, right? Your, your teammates going up against your teammates every day that, you start to pick up on things, right? You start to pick up on, on certain things that they like to do. Like, oh, you know, this guy has a certain type of technique, so he's going to quick set on me. Or this guy's going to try to swim move me to the left every time. That's what he's going to do. I know this move. And I think that at some point you get kind of get tired of that, right? And I think that once you go up against somebody else that plays for another team, you start to say, okay, this is where my skill sets come in, right? This is where my natural reaction skills come in because you've gotten embedded into this this routine of going against the same guy. You know exactly what to expect when you go against that guy. I think the the, the biggest benefit of these joint practices is you get going against the guy and you don't really know what to expect, right? Because most of the guys have a lot of roster. There's a lot of roster turnover. You can watch some film of last year, but – if you're talking about a team like the Falcons, like they've they've had a lot of roster turnover this year, so the Jets players are going to be like don't aren't going to really know what to expect. Falcons players aren't going to really know what to expect, and I think once you put those 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 factors in together at a at a, a control an environment, like there can be a lot of fireworks, and I think not necessarily throwing hands, but you can find out about a lot of guys, man. Once you put it, get those those two scenarios where these guys don't know any too much of anything about each other, going against each other in those drills, man. So I think that you're gonna get be able to uh, figure out whether or not Nick Thurman can not only beat Drew Dahlman consistently in one on ones, but can he beat you know George Fant or can he beat Lakin Tomlinson, you know, um, for uh, for the New York Jets? Can he beat those guys consistently when they don't when he doesn't really know what to expect? going against those guys on one-on-one. So I think you can get a really good picture, a good snapshot of what your young guys can do against guys that they've never um, gone against before. Absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Um, Speaking of young guys, are there some players or some position groups that you're going to be keeping your eye on? You mentioned Drew Dahlman. Uh, We we still monitoring the center position uh, heading into Monday night's action against the Jets, what what are some of the positions and players that you'll be focused on? On oh, that competition is over. Um, I I mentioned that on on ATL day ones earlier in the week. That competition is over. It should be over. Matt Hennessy should be the starter. Let's stop playing around. I and not and I'm not saying that. Let me let me back up. I'm not saying that because Matt Hennessy just has won the position and he's just so amazing and all of this good stuff. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that because Drew Dahlman ain't it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Drew Dahlman ain't it. He's still getting beat the same way he got beat last year. Like, where is the growth, my friend? That's what I look for when you talk about whether or not a guy can win a spot or not. I don't think he can win that spot. If he ends up in that spot, 
the Falcons going to be in an interesting scenario for 17 games. But I think right now that 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 position about I feel is is over with. But I think the but the one thing I am going to keep my eye on I want to keep my eye on whether or not this this team is going to be able to run the ball against this front because these dudes got they got some dudes over there on the defensive line. Like we talked about that in the postcast. And I think that we talking about guys like Jermaine Johnson, who I absolutely love. I was up here, had my pom-poms out. I was making billboards, Aaron, man. I was trying to, man, shape, twerk, whatever you try to do to get that dude to put on the Falcons jersey, man. The Falcons just didn't want him. I don't understand. We'll, we'll figure out. Well, hopefully, the Falcons were right, and I'm not right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mind being not, not being right about a certain people if, if, he, if he ends up being the bus. Like, yeah, I'll be wrong about that. I don't have no problem in that, but – but damn it, Aaron, if I'm right, man, I'm just trying to figure out like what's going on. But, you know, I want to see what Caleb McGarry can do against him. I want to see um, uh, whether or not um, – I want to see Chris Lester go up against Quinny Williams. I want to see that. I want to see the, the best offensive lineman on the Falcons squad go up against the, one of the best guys over, on, on the defensive, uh, defensive line of the New York Jets. That's the matchups. Those are, I'm looking for certain matchups up front. And I think Chris Lister with Quinny Williams – I think George Fent against Adio Gandeji. You know, Dwayne Brown, they just signed a veteran Dwayne Brown for the Jets. I want to see him going up against um, uh, Lorenzo Carter. I want to see those guys win, man. I want to see them win some battles up front. So I think it's my def- definitely my eyes are going to be up front even more this week against the New York Jets. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, hoping that we, we would see Drake London this week, but obviously that's not going to be the case, probably right. in all likelihood. Uh, so I'm curious to see who can go up against Sauce Gardner, right? You know, is that going right. to be Brian Edwards? You know, because we, we like the direction this wide receiver group is, is headed, but we, we just haven't seen enough of a passing game to really sort of glean like, okay, where, where are these guys at? And so, you know, if, if one of these guys can, you know, beat sauce a little bit you know this take some of that sauce off yeah yeah take some of the sauce off yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, put it on the side you know i don't know um you know that 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 would certainly go a long way to giving me a lot more confidence about this passing game because as you said uh we, we saw the running game work last week we saw the quarterbacks being able to run the football effectively but we didn't see too much of the passing game uh sort of you know, clicking on all cylinders. So I'm hoping we'll see a little bit more of that and that will put pressure on that offensive line to protect the quarterback a little bit more against some of these dudes that we're talking about. So I, like you, my eyes will be glued to the trenches, but those are some of the matches I'll be looking forward to. And uh, I'm sure Jarvis and I will be uh, talking about it on Monday night, right? No doubt about it. We'll definitely be check us out on the Locked On Falcons postcast. But I got to say this too. Uh, I'm putting out, uh, uh, I have a, uh, I'm putting an APB. What is it? APB, right? When yeah. You, when you're looking for somebody, yeah. Like, where is Troy Anderson? Can 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 I get a Troy Anderson tackle? Like, can I see a a a, a TFL for Troy Anderson? Can I just see him running in coverage, running covering the uh, running back out of the backfield? Because you know, I was told that he was super fast. You know, he's a hell of an athlete and all that stuff, man. Like, I'm putting the APB out on Troy Anderson, man. So, Troy, I want to see you. Play, play football, you know, you know that's what that's what you're getting paid to do. I want to see you. I want to. I want to. I want to see you for my with my own eyes. Like I understand why the Falcons draft you. I get it, but I want I want to see the black and red. I want to be a blur. I want to see a, a black and red jersey number forty four. I want to see a blur out on the field. Like damn, what was that? That's what I want to be able to say about Troy Anderson. So yeah, Troy, you know, 
APB out there for you. And then for those, we'll talk about whether or not he did make an appearance or, you know, or did he make a cameo in the game or something. Like, I just want to see him put on the jersey. Can we see him put on the jersey, some pads, you know, not a practice jersey. I want to see him put on a real a real uniform, man. But, yeah. But, yeah, check us out on the Locked On Falcons postcast. Check us. Check me out. Each and every day on ATL Day Ones is part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. We got a lot, a lot of good content. My foolishness, Mark A to Z, Mark Zeno, he hot takey all day, and John Chuckery, he gonna be calling out Marcelo Zuna each and every day, every time he turns on that microphone. So yeah, yeah, check us out. We got a lot of good stuff going on over there, and of course, my main main man Aaron Freeman at Falc Fans. Check us out on Locked On Falcons postcast. Yep. As I remind you guys, uh, that will be on the Locked On Sports Atlanta YouTube uh, live Monday night. And if you missed the, the live show, obviously it's going to live up there on YouTube forever. So you can just go back and watch it at your convenience. But, you know, if you're out there driving or whatever and you're going to work or whatever, then, you know, it'll be on the Locked On Falcons, uh, you know, audio podcast feed on Apple Odyssey, Google, Spotify, all those places as well, uh, Monday evening as well. So go check us out, guys. Looking forward to, to the joint practices. Hopefully there will be no brawls, uh, you know, and, and that nonsense. But uh, we'll, Troy we'll get- Anderson, you can fight like <laughs> fight like I want your name to be in the paper, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, my bad. I'm sorry, man. Troy Anderson, can you can you can you slap somebody? Just slap somebody, man. Okay. Like before the practice even gets started, just start a fight, and then we could just move on, man. Like, and I really appreciate you for that. And then we can get down to some real football. Okay. Sorry, Aaron. My everybody, bad. everybody, don't fight. But Troy Anderson, you got the exception. You're the exception to the rule. So okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Troy Anderson this weekend. Hopefully, he'll have Jarvis give him something. <laughs> we talked to him on Monday night so guys go check that out of course uh, we'll keep you covered if anything major happens over the weekend of course we'll have you covered here on Locked On Falcons and of course Jarvis and the rest will have you covered on Locked On Sports Atlanta really appreciate you guys tuning in for today's episode and always thank you guys for making Locked On Falcons your first listen in addition to what your second listens could be in addition to Locked On Sports Atlanta Locked On Hawks, Locked On Braves, Locked On Bulldogs a lot of stuff going on on those various shows, college football seasons around the corner. The Braves are in the thick of the playoff hunt, and the Hawks schedule just dropped, and Brad Rowland's breaking down sort of what are some of the highlights of that. So go check that out. And also check out the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. I know a lot of you guys have drafts coming up, and you're getting geared up and all that stuff. So Vinny Iyer, the host of Locked On Fantasy Football, uh, has over 20 years of NFL expertise and experience, and he's going to help you guys out. He's going to help you guys win this fall in your various fantasy leagues. So go check that out. And then, of course, check out the Locked On uh, Draft Week uh, on Locked On Fantasy Football and Locked On Dynasty starting next week. So, guys, really appreciate it. Hope you have a great weekend. Till then.